They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini Boys. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Combini Boys podcast. It's getting hot out there, but our old friend the Goo Dog is here to save the day, with Lawson proclaiming that this summer will be the summer of hot dogs. The Chicky Wars are alive and well with a ton of new offerings, including a curry-infused Fami Chicky and a Final Fantasy-themed Karage-kun. Finally, in the winners and losers section, we see some winners sure to keep you cool, and some losers that make us once again question the photography team at 7-Eleven. Now let's head over to the Kabini. They're the Kabini, they're the Kabini, they're the Kabini boys. Hey, Mike. Hey, Matt, how's it going? Ah, uh, it's going okay here, Mike. Back from vacation. I was up in oh, uh, ye old Maine oh, yeah. last week. Wow, what a place, Maine, Mike. It's got the sea, the rocky coast, beautiful woods, mountains, lobster rolls. Mm. It is an outstanding state and uh, hoping to spend more time there in the future. How are things down in Kurobe. Yeah, things are okay. Finally getting pretty much over the rainy season, I think. Um, mm. Today, we, as I think I was telling you before we started, my uh, my Mai's cousin, is uh, he's a pitcher. He's a senior in high school, and they just started the, uh, the summer baseball tournament, the prefectural part of it. And so, yeah, it was the first game today. We went out with the with the family and uh, watched some baseball. I gotta say, it was great, but I got smoked by the sun. It was, it was hot as hell. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, they ended up winning, so uh, that's exciting. I'm hoping that this year they take it all the way to Koshien, you know, and we can we can have the best Obon holiday you could, you could dream of, but uh, God anyways... Will. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, man, yeah, so I'm, I'm dragging a little bit, but I'm, I'm ready. You know, we took last week off. I'm ready to jump into the Kambini, see what there is going on there this week. Well, as usual, Mike, a lot to cover this week. And gosh, we're now in the dog days of summer. It's hot as hell in Japan. Oh, yeah. It's been rainy here on the East Coast, West Coast, literally on fire here in the U.S., so it's time to celebrate the summertime, Mike, and what better way to do that than with hot dogs, okay? Mm-hmm. The summertime food. And here we have Lawson, Mike, coming out, officially yeah. declaring summer, the summer of Goo Dog, the famous oh, sloppy hot dog. dogs they've been slinging for the last few years, Mike, but they're mixing it up now. Yeah. They got three distinct... Goo dogs, they're coming out mm-hmm. with this summer, Mike. Maybe I'll walk our listeners through the lineup here. All right, that's right, Matt. So, you know, I think our listeners know about the goo dog. It's, um, mm. you know, I think in our second episode is when we introduced the goo dog. It's been with us since the beginning, and I'm glad to see that, you know, this summer has been declared the goo dog, the hot dog summer. Um, Matt, so... What we've got, like you said, we've got a lineup here. I'm actually going to walk it from for our viewers from the right to the left. Um, so starting on the right, we have just the traditional dog. You know, that's just a, this is the hot dog, you know. Um, it's a um, semi-hard bun there. You've got a, a little little bit of a, little bit of a, you know, hot dog in there. And then you got some mustard and ketchup. So um, 
yeah, this is the this is the you know the standard guy. Then we've got <clears throat> our boy, the yeah. Goo yeah. Dog. This is the, the goo dog. this is the legend here himself, the Goo Dog. Um, very similar to the last one, except you'll notice quite a larger dog in there, mm. Matt. Um, and also, oh, yeah. I'd say we're getting we're going beyond ketchup and mustard. We've got some. Mm. You know, onions on top of there, some oh, yeah. sauce. Looks mm. like some spicy sauce on there as well. Um, mm-hmm. But Matt, you yeah. know, and we've got one more guy here, and that's why they're calling this the summer of the goo dog. Matt, this is the goo goo dog. This is um, this is not just the goo dog. This is the goo goo dog. Um, mm. And Matt, as I think you know, what makes this special? This is the goo dog, except. This is his big brother. This is no little rinky-dink dog in there. This is a real wiener going on in there. Mm-hmm. They're saying it's 1.5 times the size and the density wow. of, a, uh, of a normal goo dog. Um, and I got to say, this is looking almost in the, the you know Italian sausage kielbasa yeah. range. Kielbasa, yeah. Um, yeah, Matt, I don't know. What what do you think about our, our new friend here, the, the Goo Goo Dog? Yeah, Mike, no doubt about it. This thing is the real deal. It is quite a lineup. Um, mm-hmm. Man, it's a real meat market here. I feel like I'm window shopping at the red light district in Amsterdam here. Am I choosing a hot dog or shopping for a sex toy? Hard to tell. It's a clear olympic podium situation here too mike very fitting we have a clear gold silver and bronze medalist uh we know who the gold is there yeah um that big boy packed with ketchup and mustard that thing is long fat 115 grams heavy they're they're declaring i'm waiting for uh i don't know lisa ann to pop in there to uh take a bite that's where we're at with that hot dog and we got the classic, like you said there, Mike, long and skinny, a bit sad looking, but that's actually uh, a whole part of the goo dog scene there. And then we got this, uh, gosh, Mike, it is kind of yeah. sad to look at the uh, normal boy there. He can't even yeah. peek out of the bun. No, no, no. Yeah, um, he needs like a periscope to see out of that bun. <laughs> I see more, I actually see more mustard than dog yes in this uh in this hot dog mike so it's kind of a sad story yeah but man this mm. thing mm. the big boy mm. here the goo goo dog this thing i would say it's an immediate uh legend here this thing looks outstanding yeah yeah i think um a couple of weeks ago you picked up for your loser it was just this 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 hot dog or a sausage that they were claiming was the biggest sausage ever made mm. in Japan or something. <laughs> I'm saying this is looking like they th- they yeah. teamed up with the goo dog and just threw it on there. Oh yeah. I got to say, Matt, um, I don't know about you, but um, hot days, you know, <laughs> summer days, you know, you're down on the beach, you're riding the waves, you come mm. out. Oh yeah. Mm. And you just grab a goo dog. Um, is that a is that a sort of vision of the the summer that that you uh, can appreciate? Let me tell you something, Mike. Uh, I was a twelve year old boy coming up the shore of uh, Corporation Beach on Dennis, Massachusetts, Cape Cod. You walk up, 
soaked in that salty Cape Cod water. You grab a hot dog. And then an ice cream cone, and that oh, is yeah. that is summer right there, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. No doubt about it. Sand on your feet, salt water in your hand, in your hair, and then a hot dog in your mouth. Oh yeah, Ben. Yeah, nothing better. You know, I'm just happy. I'd say, you know, I think we've, I think this is kind of, you know, just kind of reaffirming that. We're the great sort of um, sort of commentators on hot dogs in Japan, um, and you know this show. I'd say, like we talked about it before, probably twenty percent is uh, hot dogs. Hot dogs. Um, yeah. And so you know, this summer is the hot dog summer, but um, you know, going forth, we're we're the hot dog boys as well, and um, <laughs> I want to keep talking about um, hot dogs in the kombini. So, uh, so everybody, stay tuned for more hot dogs. All right. Let's, All right. Let's move on from the summer of Woo Dog here. Yeah, um, we, we should move on. Sorry, I don't know what got into me there. All right, Matt. So we're going on to the Chicky Wars. And mm. um, Matt, I'm really, really happy to say that this week things are hot. And it's yeah. hot outside. It's hot in the Kamini or the Chicky Wars as well. Matt, we've got five contenders this week. Oh, boy. Um, and sorry, four contenders this week. So I'm just going to jump right into it. Um, and uh, okay, Matt. So starting off, what do we got here? Mm. We have the mm. cheese in mm. curry, mm-hmm. family chicky. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to let you let you run with this. What, what do you think on this? Well, first, I want to say that Family Mart is doing a whole curry Indian thing. They got like 10 curry-inspired items coming out next week. This cheese and chicky is one of them. Like, we've seen the cheese and chicky many times at Family Mart. This time, they're pairing it with curry. Mm -hmm. We really haven't seen one of these work. I don't know about this uh, cheese with curry. Do those Mm -hmm. really go together all that well? Mm -hmm. And... You know, the photo here, yeah, they're stuffing a lot of cheese. I don't, is it curry? Is it dusted with, it's not clear to me where the curry comes in here. I just, I just don't really see this working. Um, but, you know, hey, I got to keep an open mind and, uh, you know, maybe you go out, try it, report back from the Gemba. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I, I will say the last cheese in Chicky, um, while not so special on its own, when you when you combined it with that uh, family chicky bun, now that was that was a treat. Interesting. Um, interesting. And but I have to say I'm not really excited about this. Like you said, this is the curry cheese in family chicky, but I'm not really seeing the curry. Like you said, I would have liked to seen sort of like a a liquid form of curry, mm. and instead it looks like mm. we're we're getting just a wiping, you know, or mm. a some sort of coating. Um, so I agree. I don't know. And I, it's, they're starting to push the, the envelope on how much you can sort of pack into a chicken. In. Yeah, they are. I'm a little worried about that, but I'm interested. I'll give it a try, you know. Um, so moving right along, we're heading over to Lawson. And yeah. um, Matt, we have the... Well, you'll notice a theme here. Um, Lawson is in the midst of a tie-up campaign with minions. Mm-hmm. You know those famous goofy characters. Um, and um, Matt, this is the Karagekun barbecue flavor with the minions. What do you think about this one? 
You know, I do like the Minions, Mike. I think they're very funny little guys, but I'm more excited <laughs> about the barbecue flavor. Yeah. You can't go wrong with barbecue flavor. If it's real barbecue, like barbecue chicken or barbecue mm-hmm. brisket or barbecue yeah. potato chips, it's almost always good. Barbecue it's... sauce, hey, put a straw in it. I'll just sip it all day long. It's that good. What's interesting here, Mike, you're mm-hmm. saying this is uh, not just the, the barbecue flavor. So it's got, it's, got a, it's got a beef base, they're saying, with mm-hmm. an apple hint of apple in there so a little oh. little savory and sweet in the barbecue sauce i kind of like that um so i'm pretty excited about these guys here yeah yeah i agree i you know um we've had a lot of uh of karage coons and i i think you know i'm, I'm sure barbecue's been out in some form before but not in i've never experienced it and um I'm really excited about this as well. Barbecue sauce, one of my favorite sauces, um, oh, yeah. for sure. And you know, I I would I hope it gets it right. Uh, um, you know, but it, it sounds like with that beef base um, and the uh, yeah the the apple finish, it sounds mm-hmm. great. And like you said, these guys they're funny little guys. You know, um, looks like you're gonna be having a good time eating oh, some yeah. barbecue, um, BB, BBQ style minion. Um, so yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, Matt. All right, now we're getting into the to the showrunner here, Matt. This is we got a big one coming here, Matt. This is also Karage Kun, and this one's got the internet on fire. You know, yeah. just on fire, and for good reason. There's a lot of exciting things going on here, Matt. First off, this is Karage Kun, Final Fantasy XIV <laughs> Online, the Light and Darkness Crystal flavor so and they're calling it the pepper tartar sauce flavor um matt i would like to point one thing out before we jump into this and i'm sure you noticed this is not just any karage kun this is featuring their new patented technique of injecting sauce into the karage kun um and we had it with the uh Oh, what was it that we had before? The uh, Yuzu Kosho? Yuzu that's right. Yes, with the Yuzu Kosho, and it was wonderful. So anyways, this one is similar. It has that sort of pod of um, sauce inside there. And so what they have is the, on the top, the dark <laughs> pepper sauce. And then in the middle, the light tartar sauce mm-hmm. combined together to give us lightness and darkness. Matt, what what are your what do you think about this one? Well, I'm I don't know Final Fantasy all that well, I'll be honest, Mike. I've never actually played the game. So mm-hmm. I'm not so excited from that perspective. Although I okay. do appreciate the incredible costume they've dressed up Karage Kun yes. in. He's dressed like an English knight <laughs> wielding a large sword with a shield and a crown on his head, about to bravely step into battle. What I am excited about is what you just walked through, Mike. They are using their new technology to inject not one but two sauces into inside of a single Karaage Kun chicken nugget here, ladies and gentlemen. Black pepper representing the darkness, Taru Taru sauce representing the light. I like that. It's a bit of a metaphor in a chicken nugget. I don't think you could pull that off. <laughs> in the United States. I don't know if the consumer base could handle that kind of uh, sophisticated marketing. 
Um, I did just come back from Maine, Mike, where I ate fish and chips a couple of times. So I oh, am yeah. riding high on tartar sauce. And yeah. wow, there are a few better feelings than finishing off a small cup of tartar sauce with fish and chips. And um, mm. to think that you could get a little, little dab in every single bite of those chicken nuggets, Mike, with a little, ooh, mm, little spicy black pepper. I gotta say, this looks very exciting. I like yes. it. Yeah, looks very exciting, and it's interesting. You're, like you said, this is a ba- this is almost a yeah, like a, a metaphor in a karagikun, and it's a battle. Who's gonna win out? Is it that pepper sauce or is that oh, tartar yeah. sauce, or is there oh, gonna yeah. be some sort of, you know? ceasefire some sort of resolution between the two we'll have to see all right max well going on to our last one and this one's coming out of seiko mart we've got the ponzu mayo chicken so ponzu being sort of like the the citrusy sort of condiment mayonnaise chicken um i don't know this is this seems a little bit of like a little bit of a strange combination maybe i don't know what, what do you think I wish they had stopped at ponzu, Mike. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who doesn't love ponzu? It's a really light, citrusy soy sauce that mm. is just perfect in the summertime when you're sweating your balls off and you need to <laughs> cool down. You dip something into that ponzu and whoo, it's like yeah. blasting the central AC. Uh, I don't know why they put the mayo in there. You know, it it, it kills the refresh the the the. The refreshing flavor of the ponzu sauce so i wish they just dialed it back keep it simple ponzu fried chicken that sounds yeah. outstanding why did they add the mayo i i don't know and it's not clear where the mayo is is it dipping yeah. Yeah. is it somehow embedded in the fried chicken it's not clear in the image um yeah. so yeah there's more more to learn here but uh, a little disappointed they didn't stop at ponzu yeah exact i feel the exact same way um, it's a mystery where the mayo sort of comes into play. The actual picture of them, it doesn't actually make me think of either of these things, no. ponzu or mayo. It looks like it has little bits of sort of red, maybe chili, yeah. chili. Um, which is a little bit strange. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I think it all depends on how the mayo like plays into it. Otherwise, you know, it, it looks pretty good. All right, Matt. Well, that wraps up the Chicky Wars. I think we're, we're going to head over to the scoreboard, right? That's right, Mike. So uh, let's take a look at the new item counts on the scoreboard for uh, this week. We got Family Mart, 55 items. Lawson, 45. 7-Eleven, 82. Mini Stop, 26. Daily Yamazaki coming in at 16. Seiko Mart at 7. And New Days at 14. Any thoughts on the numbers this week, Mike? I gotta be honest, things are looking a little bit low. Um, especially, it's it, it's a little bit strange. Maybe Lawson had a little a little bit more of an output this week, but to see them almost at the same number as Family Mart is a little bit strange. Yeah, Seven Eleven a little bit low. The other guys, you know, playing in their you know normal numbers. But um, yeah, I don't know what's going on. I think everybody's a little shocked by the the heat. Um, you know, I think that you know you got a lot of people taking. Sorry, sorry, boss, I'm gonna take the day off. You know. You got that, you know, happening all over the spot, yeah, place. And so, you know, it makes sense to me. I just hope, you know, this is when we need you the most, Kambini. You know, please don't leave us hanging dry here during the summer. Oh, boy. Yeah. Actually, we should do a whole show on how to keep cool 
with the Kabini yeah. when the summer's yeah. hot as hell. That and the Olympics, that's what's coming up. All right. Yeah, I, too, was surprised at Lawson's number at 45. That's definitely playing a little hot for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, could be a miscount on my part. Anyway, okay. all right. Let's go on to our winners and losers. Uh, each yeah. week, Mike and I pick a new item that we find very attractive and one that we find rather disgusting. So we'll begin here with your loser, Mike. Always interested to see what you got coming off the block here. Um, what? Did this load? What it did? <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Um... Okay, so what do we got here? We've got the, the Tamago Zuki no Tame no Egg Sando. So this is a the egg sandwich for people who love eggs. Um, <laughs> however, oh, now, Matt, now, Matt. Now I see it. However, Matt. Um, yeah, can you zoom in a little bit more there? Um, so, all right. What's the problem here? The problem is... So my son, Leo, he has these sort of crackers that he eats. They're these round, sort of circular sweet crackers. And every once in a while, he'll just like bite half it off and then he'll throw it on the floor. And this is what it looks like from the picture. It looks like half of a cracker. I, this does not look like a sandwich. It's apparently an egg sandwich for people who love eggs. Um, I think they must have, you know, folded over the egg within this thing into a sort of like hot pocket sort of deal oh oh like but a calzone a calzone <laughs> it's a calzone yeah um but i can't imagine you this i can't imagine you seeing this and being like wow man i could really go for that um matt you know we often um and rightly so make fun of daily yamazaki and 7-eleven for their imagery as well but for me, Matt, this was this was so, this was so baffling. I, I I had the same uh, impression as you. Like, did I finish loading the page? Um, yeah. In general, maybe it's good. Who knows? But um, yeah, that's my loser for the week. Yeah, Mike. This looks exactly. That's what I thought. It looks like a Ritz cracker that's been uh, just cut in half. Uh, I really was confused. I thought maybe the image hadn't finished loading yet, but no, this is a fully loaded image of a half-eaten Ritz cracker. I, I, I'm baffled. I, I get no sense of egg. Um, I don't know what they're trying to pull here. This, this has got to be a mistake. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if, uh, wow. I'm, I'm, I'm speechless. Honestly. <laughs> this is very confusing. Um, Wow. Yeah. Hard to hard to say that's a winner. That is definitely a loser. Good one, Mike. Wow, that is troubling. Actually, all right. My loser is kind of on the same track here. Also out of seven eleven here, Mike. I got the Mochiti Umashio cheese bread. So the uh soft salted cheese bread here, Mike. Um Happens to be the same price, it looks like, as the uh, egg salad at 118.8 yen. Yeah. Um, Mike, uh, again, you mentioned it. We we, we really uh, 
take it to Daily Yamazaki for their terrible photography. They 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 have the exposure setting turned on too high. I think 7-Eleven has it turned on a little too low here. A lot of shadow play. This looks like uh, I don't know a Rembrandt painting gone bad on a really limp looking salted cheese bread. It's just a roll with some salt on it and cheese. It may not actually taste all that bad, but the picture here, it looks like, um, I don't know, a meteorite crashing into earth. I gotta say the setting where I'd be interested in eating this would be, I don't know, Battle of London. Um, It's just one of the most unappetizing things. I mean, I don't know. I guess I think I think I think your egg bread yeah. beats it, but uh, wow, yeah, tough week for Seven Eleven here. Yeah, no doubt. They're they're yeah, their bread section as well. There were actually a couple others out of Seven Eleven's bread <laughs> section this week. Really bad condition. Something's going on over at Seven Eleven in the bread zone. Because um, I agree, Matt. I have to say, I I will say this looks. A little bit less appetizing than mine, um, just because mine, the one I reviewed was just so, it didn't really make any sense. It was a rich cracker. Yeah, like, but yeah. <laughs> like you said, yours has a, yeah, it's almost like someone was, there's like an eclipse, like, happening, and, you know, <laughs> it doesn't really make sense, you know, this cheese is there, it's kind of melted on there, but... It doesn't look appetizing. It looks sort of like a skin condition of some sort. Oh, boy. Um, yep. Yep. Yeah, man. Uh, this is just really unfortunate. I apologize to everybody, you know, at 7-Eleven. You know, um, tough week, but, uh, you know, um, you got to get your shit together. Over you got to get it together here, people. All right. Yeah. Let's uh, turn the page here and move on to our winners. Let's see what you got for your mm-hmm. winner this week, Mike. Always excited to see what comes up. Oh yeah, yeah, Matt. Ooh, man, um, it's like I took a dip in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Matt. Um, so what do we got here? This is the Tori Ten. Tori Ten is tempura style chicken. Oroshi udon. Udon. Oroshi udon. Oroshi is daikon oroshi, and that's grated daikon radish. Um, mm. And what this is, it's a cold noodle. Mm. Um, on the bottom, you have cold oden, uh, udon noodles. Um, and then on the top, you have ten, the tempura chicken. You have a lemon there for squeezing on top. You've got that oroshi from the daikon. And then you mm. got some of my favorites, the negi. You got the mm. onions there, and then it looks like a little bit of cucumbers there as well. Matt, I even before looking at all the items this week, I knew this week I was going to pick up a cold noodle mm. um, because it is the cold noodle season for me. And also, I was just feeling so hot and sort of like, you know, um, thirsty all day. Mm. And uh, this is the one that, that, that hit me the hardest. Um, yeah, it just looks beautiful, it looks light. Looks refreshing with that daikon oroshi and the tori ten. Um, just looks like a, a really, really nice dish. Um, this is out of Lawson, and uh, yeah, so this is my uh, that my choice for the week here. Yeah, Mike, this looks outstanding. Like I said, I'm cooling off just looking at this thing. I don't mind just putting a little floaty in there, just waiting around in those cold noodles, you know, doing a little paddling with my feet. I mean. All right, cold noodles deserve a lot more attention than they get. A lot of hype in Japan is around ramen, hot ramen, and ramen is great. But 
it gets so damn hot in Japan, it's outrageous. And then you get cold noodles that not only taste good, but probably save your life. Yeah. And they just don't get the attention they deserve. They got all kinds. I really like the look of this one because it's got all kinds of refreshing elements from the cold mm. soup to the daikon, the grated mm. daikon, to the lemon, to the cucumber, to the negi, and then the lightly fried chicken, which mm. provides you know a nice element of protein while keeping it like light and uh, light. you're not gonna feel like a lead balloon you know uh, after eating this thing this is a outstanding looking item out of Lawson here great choice yep. Mike thank you all right um, my winner for this week Mike uh, comes out of 7-eleven okay so all right. it's good we turn the page a little bit here this is um, oh yeah what we're looking at here Mike is uh, well, I'm not much of a drinker anymore, but this did catch my eye. This is 1.8 liters of lemon sour cocktail mix. Mm -hmm. Mike, this is 25% alcohol. Mm -hmm. Okay, and they have some suggested ratios of, uh, I presume, seltzer to cut this with. But I recommend just popping the top and sucking on the jug like a newborn baby. <laughs> Mama's teeth. This thing is, uh, hey, it's party time, everybody. Summer's happening. Vaccines are going out. It's the Olympics. I would just throw a bunch of these in the Olympic Village, let it rip. I'm just kidding. That would be terrible for public health and all kinds of reasons. But, gosh, 1.8 liters of lemon sour cocktail mix you can have a uh, party time all summer long with this mike mm. matt this is a an amazing innovation going on right here so the, yeah this is it's 1650 uh so yeah about 16 bucks but and i've seen these sort of like cocktail mixes before but mm. never 1.8 liters of it yeah. you know and also the Koi Maino Lemon Sour is one that I've, I've really enjoyed recently. Um, and so I think this looks amazing. Um, I, uh, you know, it can get costly. You know, you're going out there, you're grabbing your cocktails. Why not just have it at home? You know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you got your, your you know, uh, carbonated water maker mm -hmm. over there. You just mm -hmm. pour this in a glass and just mm -hmm. blast a little of that water in there. I will say, as I was telling you a little bit earlier, the only hesitation I have on this is if I did buy this, I would have no excuse for going to the Combini um, many days. Uh, so I would, you know, have to uh, worry about that a little bit. You know, if we have, oftentimes I say like, hey, I'm going to go grab a, a cocktail at the Combini. Oh, well, we've got, we've got that at home. We've got it right over there. Um, so that's my only hesitation. Otherwise, this is, yeah, this is great. And especially in time for summer, this is amazing. It's a great point, Mike. It does, uh, it may keep you from going to the Konbini, which, uh, of course, we want to discourage any kind of uh, behavior <laughs> like that. Um, so, well said. Be sure to brush up on other alcoholic beverages at the Konbini while stocking your 1.8 liters of uh, lemon sour cocktail mix in your home. <laughs> Okay, Mike, I think that wraps up today's episode. Boy, it flies by each week. Um, gosh, we'd like to uh, just say thanks to everybody for listening. If you want to support the podcast, you can buy us a chickie at uh, 
buymeacoffee.com slash conbeanieboys. We'd like to thank Carrie G. St. Michelle for buying us 20 chickies. That was outrageously generous. Also, Crew of Japan, Jeff Bailey, and Anonymous. Uh, please share and rate the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, however you get your podcasts, so more people can find it. Watch us on YouTube so you can see everything that we're talking about. Subscribe and like. Also, check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We're really active on Twitter. If you have a convenient memory or convenient composition, leave it at anchor.fm slash boys and we'll play it on the podcast. Thanks again, everybody, for tuning in. And hey, Mike, I'll see you at the convenient. See you at the convenient, Matt. <laughs>